Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, there's much discussion of borscht, some discussion of satsumas, and we finally hear from Juanita. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, comedian, podcaster, writer, etc. Mike Schmidt. Mike, welcome back to the show. Guys, thanks for having me. I'm always happy to come. It is a pleasure to have you, sir. And it is a pleasure to have you in this momentous week in our nation's history. Mm-hmm. We had an election this past Tuesday as, as we record this show. Um, something uh, and a result that I, was so amazing to me, something I've been waiting for my entire voting life. I've America been, voted. I've America cast its vote. Uh, people and they wanted made, Michael Crichton to not be alive anymore. made their choice. <laughs> It was people went into that we voted booth, for that, right? pulled the pulled the curtain. You know what I mean? Jordan mm-hmm. got their special pen out, and they they decided the future of the of the great state of California would include a super train. Wait a minute, yeah. you, you have a special voting pen? How did that happen exactly? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have a special <laughs> voting pen. Nice. And they, the the thing is, is you know how they tell you that they count they count all the votes. Uh-huh. You have the special pen vote, so it's really a matter of whether or not you have a pen. Oh, so everybody else is hoodwinked, basically. Well, kind of. It's I mean, we, we it's still you... fun. You still get a <laughs> sticker. Well, I don't think I can argue with that. It certainly is fun. You still Mike, get to meet your community while waiting in line, Mike. If you had had a special pen, maybe we wouldn't even have a super train. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? In a tough economic times, what is important is uh, a th- big civic projects that let us look to what humanity can achieve. Things like the pyramids at Giza, uh, the space race... A super train. Westworld, directed by Michael Crichton. Exactly. <laughs> These are the kind of things we're talking about Again, here. in this tough economic crunch, it's very important for somebody in San Diego to take the super train to San Francisco and jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Precisely, because You don't want to jump off the lesser, no. lesser San Diego no. bridge. Do they even have bridges in <laughs> San Diego? I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, not suspension bridges. I think they only have, like, tanks and sailboats in San Diego, and if I'm not people. mistaken. Homeless people, sure. Oh my, it, there's Guys more... with uh, calf tattoos also. Really? <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah. Have, if you have a big calf tattoo, you're probably from San Diego or... An outlying suburb, yeah. Chula Vista, maybe La Jolla. But you know what? Even people with calf tattoos are going to be allowed on this super train. Really? Just to focus in back in on what's important. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> have to be in their own. They're going to be in steerage. Sure. If that's what you're asking, <laughs> are they going to be in first class coach or steerage? They're going to be d- down there doing their folksy dances, really living it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're going to be listening Not to with us blue bloods. They're going to be listening to POD. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing their little dances. Wearing their flop-flops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's a super train. They're excited. They're going 150 miles an hour. There's probably some kind of maglev. Yeah. Does this super train have maglev? I don't even know what, ma- yeah, I don't I don't know what that either. is. Was, it sounds like a medicine. You, I, yeah, I thought you were maybe trying to say maglite, but then kind of bailed on it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, maglev. It's the kind of like where the, uh, it's where the magnets... 
put the train up so it's sort of like floating above the track so it can go Jesse, faster? Jesse, this sounds like no... some sort of some sort of crazy fantasy out of Westworld. Yeah, are you a witch? <laughs> Jordan, I'm no Michael Crichton, but I do have an active imagination and a yen for research. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also you don't believe in global warming. (laughs) Yeah, I don't believe in global warming, and I fear and hate the Japanese. Mm -hmm. Oh, That gets to the the bottom of your bullet train fascination, then, if you hate the Japanese. Then you you don't want that train here, because then they come here, and they're riding it up and down. I know. They want to... You know what the Japanese want to do? They want to build a bullet train from Japan directly to Los Angeles. (laughs) I thought San Diego, which would be even funnier to me. Just just (laughs) bypass LA. Yeah, just head right to San Diego. Diego. (laughs) Well, Um, for Comic-Con. It's just part of the Japaneseization of this society. Padres games. Sure. Which which film project are you guys more disappointed at the stunting of the development of, based on the death of Michael Crichton? Are you guys more disappointed that... ER the movie. ER the movie, (laughs) Westworld 2, or Jurassic Park 4 will now be delayed. Inevitably, I'm, I'm worried about ER the movie because the, uh, that bald guy from ER, um, uh, Booger, <laughs> yeah, Booger. I'm just, I'm just looking out for him in his career. Yeah, you know what I mean. Stamos too. Yeah, I'm worried Stamos. about the the Westworld two being sent off the rails. Yeah, to me keep too. The train analogy. Me sure. Because I'm sure it was a reimagining of Westworld, and how can you reimagine it without the imagination? Of Michael Crichton, uh, yeah. exactly. Not to mention his 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 grounding in historical and scientific research, <laughs> and let's not forget his disregard for character and character development. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, I think I'm just. I mean, just so we have a just so we have a difference of opinion. I'm gonna say Jurassic Park four. Really? Yeah. Well, you, do you think they'd bring Bill Macy back for that? Is that why you're? I mean, I, I, yeah, I would hope so. No, I think if you're going to make a movie, you should include No, Bill no one Macy. died in the third one. That was What's like left for them to do in Jurassic Park? There's, There's so dinosaurs many dinosaurs, attacked. Mike. Like going so to the fucking moon? Dinosaurs. I mean, Apatosaurus, was that in any of them? No, what about Duckbill no. Dinosaur? No, no, uh, there's no, no, hadro- no, there was some Hadrosaurus. Oh, yeah? What about Pterodactyls? Some, some uh, huh? What about Pterodactyls? That's your entry-level dinosaur. I think the second one had a pteranodon. Check this shit out no, right here. No pterosaurs. I'm just brainstorming here since since the uh, late Michael Crichton passed. May his soul rest in peace. Um, but I'm thinking the you've got um, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Macy, and uh, the uh, uh, the guy from Seinfeld, Newman from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. They're in a submarine. Sure. And they're they're fighting underwater dinos, yeah. like uh, plesiosaurus, plesiosaurus, elasmosaurus. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. These are the this is the sh- although not technically dinosaurs. Really, what are they? Uh, there's some other name for them, but what about an ichthyosaur? Also not a dinosaur, mm, but but I mean it says alive at, at the, the end. Time. Yeah, I, it's a different classification. It's a genus thing. Oh, I was gonna. I would. My money was on phylum. That it was a phylum issue. No, you're wrong. This is Spiral into Jordan Jesse Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, we may have lost a non-dinosaur I... loving audience. <laughs> our our audience, to be fair, is primarily four year old boys. Oh, then so. you're then you're in. Yeah. yeah, so we're pretty much good as gold. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, I promised them I'd do this. <laughs> they think that is hilarious. Good lord, they love that. Poop pants. 
<laughs> anyway, we'll be back in just a second talking about Velcro instead of laces. 101 Reasons Why on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, friend of millions. Millions, Jordan. Mm. Yes. We Now, that is a more... Your podcast is even more successful than we knew. <laughs> well, no, no I, I, I glad hand people, too. I, I have oh. very few podcast listeners, but I'm saying I go out and meet the people. Oh, so. yeah, okay. You, you'll kiss a baby. You're not sure. afraid to go to the county fair. I will bite a baby. Excuse me? I will grab it by the ankles and the neck, and I will bend it backwards and bite it right in the stomach. Because it, <laughs> it just looks so tasty? Yes, sir. That's what I do. Oh, I just wow. want to go right through it. What does the mom think of that? They're on board. Sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? They're be? lining up. I mean, what with the economy like like it is, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, Gas prices. It seems like a good time. Get in there, Obama. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we don't have to keep biting babies for no reason. Jordan, have you ever? If you you you're not a podcast listener particularly, you may you may never even have heard Mike's podcast. No, before. you know I, I haven't. I've been uh, catching up on back itch, uh, editions of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. <laughs> it sounded like you were saying back itching. I don't know what that <laughs> meant. Like some sort of weird. I was trying to say he's, back he's, issues, but then I'm like, behind. that's not a magazine. <laughs> Maybe it is. A podcast he's, is not a magazine. He's way behind in his back itching. Sure he is. He for a while he lost his scratcher. What? And he he had to make do with a spaghetti server. You look itchy today. No, oh, I'm I'm constantly itchy. You got like a, a little scrub <laughs> happening, and then your your hair's all teased. I am no, I am I. There's never there's never a time in my life where a part of me isn't itchy. Jordan, have you ever thought about getting like some lubriderm? Maybe I've I've had all sorts of creams, unguents. Uh, ever used any unguents? Gold Bond. Uh, does the most, but it still doesn't get rid of it. That's really? refreshing, though, Gold Bond. That can be refreshing. Yeah, Gold Bond's great. I really like it. You like the yellow, like yellow bottle or the green bottle? Which do you like? Yellow. Oh, you go yellow. Well, yeah. It's a super size. Uh, the, the, the green's green. like a little menthol Yeah, it's like flame. And I, oh, and it's mentholated. Yeah. Oh, wow. I also, I you know, and the... It's uh, like shaking cool cigarettes you, if, into your crotch. If, gotcha. <laughs> sure. If you want to uh, save a little money, the Target brand medicated powder... Just as good. Seriously? Comes really? in a bigger Come bottle. On. It's cheaper. Does it have a seal on the front? Is it bronze? No, bond? it does not have a. It does the Target logo, which oh. is good enough for me. Sure, you're in. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of a more modern version, you know. Mm -hmm. I guess of a seal. Yeah. It's a little more hipper and more contemporary sure. when it comes to your medicated powders. <laughs> Those are contemporary. You yeah. want to get as contemporary as possible with some medicine from the old west. That's the right. that's the new thing. It's the new thing. It's like have they you know they have those men's shaving stores you know where oh, yeah. you go and buy a straight razor or something yeah, and a strop. Sure. <laughs> I love a strop. That's where you also will will pick up a nice medicated powder for yourself. I just started shaving in the shower like a year ago with a oh. mirror and stuff. Oh, oh my God. I, it's I like night and day. Welcome to paradise, it's my It's the friend. greatest of all time. Yeah. I never want to leave the shower. I have always shaved in the shower. I never understood why people thought shaving was so horrible until... I like something happened. I've I I didn't shave in the shower. Like there was no shower. I was like on a trip or something. You had to yeah. shave in and a TGI like, Friday's bathroom. Oh, and I was awful. like, oh my god, no wonder people are so weirded out about shaving. Like yeah. this is a nightmare. I grew up. Uh, Gotta soften a, those bristles. I was a latchkey kid in a one-parent household. So mm -hmm. send your checks and, and uh, donations. But anyway, <laughs> I uh, 
And so I never learned how to shave. I kind of oh, taught myself how to shave. Yeah. So I was shaving like with cold water and you a butter tried, knife. You for started years. with different stuff. You <laughs> yeah. were trying out different equipment. I had no. And then I lived with a guy who was for in the a military. while. You were just sha- you were shaving with a scissor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a, lo- a big lighter. I often use that. You, you use for you. Then you heard you should use pinking shears. I didn't. I just kept moving it up. It keeps it from fraying. Anything sharp, I was in. And yeah. I actually went. You know what? It's funny. I saw the four blade razor. I said, Why don't I use a fork? It's yeah. the same same type it's of thing. It's got four, four times. times. In your darkest days, you and just pressed a cat to your face. <laughs> <laughs> darkest? You're mispronouncing Oh, best. I mean adorablest. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I never knew. And then uh, a friend uh, get, told me to get a shower thing, and I'm in the so for a year in the shower, oh and uh, oh my lord. Now, wait, I have a question about medicated powders. Uh, what? Oh, uh, your balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my question. Let me just, uh, let me just preempt that. <laughs> That was my that was my question. No, is it for your balls? <laughs> yes, it sure is. Trust Itchy. Isn't Itchy's it gonna know. What yeah. does it What does it do though? What What feeling I do you get from the know. powder? A good one. <laughs> a non a a, a a momentary relief to the itching that plagues your life. Is it like cooling? Well, the yes. mentholated version is certainly cooling. Yeah. No, but they're all they're both cooling. Okay, so it's cooling, soothing. Would you say? Yes, yes sure. Would you, is it numbing though? Whatever I whatever adjective you want to attach to it, I'm fine. Yes, it's not numbing. It no, it's just it, it feels like a cool breeze in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's it's like a song by the rascals right in your underwear. <laughs> Mike, now that you now that I learned about you not ever having known how to shave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I picture you I, I picture you just growing up as a caveman. I, I actually did until I was like fifteen. I, I because I was so happy to grow a beard, really? quote unquote. <laughs> I had like mutton chops, like crazy long oh, hair. Nice. There's a horrible picture of me like in a UFO concert shirt and a flannel playing air guitar on a tennis racket with this horrible growth on my head. Oh, it's I awful. just imagine you with long hair and you want to curl it so you're rolling ho-hos into it. <laughs> well, I wasn't retarded, Jess. <laughs> You've seen it in photographs. I look like Kevin McDonald in that Kids in the Hall sketch where he comes home from the vacation and he won't shave his beard. And it just takes over his body eventually. It was just horrible, patchy, awful, but I couldn't stop it. Anyway, what I was trying to say, we were talking about Mike's podcast, which is amazing. Well, let's start with this, because this is something that I do not understand how you can possibly do, which is your podcast is a solid 45 minutes to an hour and a quarter in a given program. Yes. Um, it is It is a monologue. You have, there are a few off-screen voices. You can hear, I guess that's your wife laughing? In no, the, no, no, Is it your producer? Yeah, my producer, Lily. Your producer, Lily, um, laughing in the in the. Uh, kitchen or wherever it is that you're yes. recording it, but it is a monologue. Mike talks for an hour straight. Wow, like yeah. Spalding Gray. Yeah, exactly. It's it's exactly what it's like. Only mm-hmm. with more fights. Yeah. It's like a more fight oriented, <laughs> less suicide. Yeah, it's more. It's more like uh, uh, it's more on the theme of uh, fights and other mistakes. Okay. I would say that would <laughs> yeah. be the general theme. Also, I mean, your Philadelphia Phillies will come up from time to time. They were lurking for a couple of weeks. I couldn't stop talking about them and boring everybody to tears about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it would be one thing if you were Philadelphia Phillies legend, Mike Schmidt. Oh, my God. And you don't know how many people tune in hoping for that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a guy who actually reviewed me on iTunes, and he wrote, uh, bad news, this isn't the Mike Schmidt from the Phillies. <laughs> Uh, but he still gave me three stars for some reason. No, still, that's hard to get hey, That's generous. Yeah. I would like to see people who are tuning in, they still think it's Mike Schmidt from the Phillies. Yeah. I think that's a significant portion of your audience. People <laughs> yeah. who think it's Mike Schmidt for the from the Phillies, and they're like, when's he going to talk about Steve Carlton? Yeah. 
I, we, uh, he's not talking very little about home runs, but he did punch a guy in the cock. I mean, that seems <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's a weird. kind of home run. Yes. Um, it's, it's. Do you find that from your listeners, there's a lot of overlap, like po- people who like podcasts and people who also like baseball trivia. <laughs> I, I, there are people who I, I'm, I'm not kidding. In all seriousness, I do get a lot of people who thought that I was Mike Schmidt. Yeah, because yeah. They, and even though it's funny is, that they are searching because iTunes what it to is, see if is, Mike Schmidt podcast. It's called the 40 year old boy. Mike uh-huh. Schmidt clearly no longer 40. Right. right. Yeah. He uh, was he was 40 in you know, like a 1989. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My picture comes up when you hit play in in the in the window. Yeah. Do they think that's his manager? Who is that? <laughs> he, he maybe he gained, <laughs> gained some weight, shaved the stash. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dyed my hair black or brown. Uh-huh. You know. He's, sure. He's a redhead with salt and pepper. I mean, again, and he's yeah. 59 years old. Where the fuck he is? I, yeah. I, insane. But yeah, I do. I hear a ton of people all the but, time. But you could see how somebody would open up iTunes and start typing in the names of Philly greats. You know, Steve Carlton, <laughs> nothing. Larry Boa, yeah. nothing. Manny Trio, absolutely a podcast. <laughs> he does have a podcast, but it's boring. It's very poor reviews. A lot of recipes. Well, he doesn't speak a English. A lot of recipes. Yeah. His English is weak. It is very bad. But you know who's got a great podcast? Steve Bedrock Bedrosian. Oh, Bedrock. Talks that- about... Didn't he shoot his kid, or was that Jeff Reardon? <laughs> Wait a minute. One of them shot their kid, or their kid was in a robbery, or he murdered somebody. I don't know. All your, all your better closers have those was kind of problems. That, was that Lee Smith, maybe, you're well, thinking of? Well, I know Andrew, uh, uh, you know, Dave, Donnie Moore killed himself. I know yeah, that. okay, that's true. Okay, that's I, I absolutely, mean, and Steve Olin died in a boat crash. He did, yeah. yeah. And, and my favorite, one of my favorite Jordan jokes ever. Jordan completely tuned out. Yeah. Uh, in Chicago, when that happened, some members of the Cleveland Indians died in a boating uh, crash, Jordan. Yeah. What? And uh, you know. a comic went on stage and said, uh, uh, clearly it was their fault. They were Indians. They should have been in a canoe. Oh. To which the audience just cried. They hated it. Mike Ostrowski, <laughs> who's actually the uh, joke page editor for Playboy magazine. Wow. Really? That's Mike Ostrowski. That sounds like a fun job. All the, the party jokes? Yeah. Wow. He's been doing that for years. Does he write any of the jokes, or does he just kind of organize I think he just cultivates them, and he does stand-up on his own on the side. Okay. But, uh, but, I mean, that's well, a sweet he, so he culti- but he cultivates them. <laughs> he does. That's what he does? Yeah. He has a geranium he, out he, of alphabets. He tills, tills sure. the soil. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got a nice hydroponic setup now. Sure. So he can do it indoors. Well, things have Closet in case the fuzz happens no. upon his apartment. Oh, you, you don't want the fuzz coming in and finding a farmer's daughter joke. No, yeah, absolutely. going down. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a license for that? Hillary's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, we're having fun. We're laughing, joking, sharing stories. Sure. Um, anyway, what I was, this is what I was thinking, Jordan. No need to say what we've been doing. The audience <laughs> is well aware of it. I, this is what I was thinking maybe we we should just do is just, since Mike's so good at this podcasting thing, yeah. successful <laughs> podcaster, gifted monologist, maybe we should just have him do it. You know what I mean? Oh, our podcast? Yeah, just have him do our podcast. And just, you know, he's probably got he's probably got stuff going on or whatever. We'll just let him host the rest of the show. He can do an hour or so. That's all we really need. I can give you thirty minutes on ankylosaurs. Can I do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we've actually we've already done thirty minutes on ankylosaurs. Damn it. I hate to disappoint you. I hate <laughs> and America. I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> oh my goodness. We have been 
looking to branch out into Dimetrodon. Whoa! So you know what? I, now he fought Godzilla, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, you're thinking of Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> that was less a fight and more of a game. Yeah, they're you, friends. You know what's important to me right now, and I'm I'm just like I know there was a big election. Um, there's a lot of yeah, stuff you've going. Mentioned that there's an economic crisis going on, etc., etc., etc. Part four on hold inevitably. Uh, it's uh, indefinitely is the word you're looking for. I think it, oh, yeah. it was. Indefinitely. Uh, I mean, I Inevitab- think it was fair to assume that it was rocketing towards completion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before. It was actually oh, yeah. on the bullet train to completion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what's really important to me in my <laughs> life right is now? in San Diego. <laughs> uh, I went to Costco yesterday. I managed sure. to spend $200 at Costco. Um, basically just buying everything that I would like to buy at a Costco, like a razor blade. Did you come into some money or something? Why are you going on these big Costco shopping sprees? Sometimes you got, if you're going to Costco, you're stocking up. So you just go, you get the stuff you can save money buying from Costco, your regular stuff, you know, your razor blades, etc. And sometimes it just piles up. Like sometimes you go to Costco, you only need five Costco things. But sometimes it's all piled up. You haven't been to Costco in a long time and you realize, oh, I need the dishwasher thing. I need, you know, toilet paper. I need uh, razor blades. Nine pounds of mayonnaise. Yeah, an enormous thing of tzatziki. <laughs> oh, who doesn't need tzatziki? That's right. That's where I, that's a where drum I got lost. Of stag chili. I got. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in. A, they just come in a wooden barrel, like with a metal strap around sure. the side, the kind of a hobo would wear. Now, do you have to be a member there, right? Yeah, of course you have to be a member, okay. Mike. Well, what's the procedure there? I don't know how that works. Where, do I have to? Is well, there a, first, a panel of guests. I have to talk fir- to. You fill out the form. You have to use your special pen. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's the issue that you you keep running into, Mike. I am out, yeah. You no know kidding. what the thing is? We just do not accept people in, from broken homes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from a broken home... I will forever be penless because of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't... Father! <laughs> Patchy beard's not helping anything either. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you can get a membership, and you can just buy a lot of anything. It's great. It's so It feels so good. It feels good to... Because you're like, you know what? I'm done with this. I have enough of this thing for a year. One time I bought a like a entire like like uh, 11 by 17 sheet of Sharpie pens. You know they they come in those like plastic sure, sure. unopenable things. I bought I have and I have had Sharpie pens ever since. I've never, you know how you buy one Sharpie pen and then you lose it and then you need a Sharpie because you need to mark permanently on something yeah. and you're, you're lost. You're, you're, you have to go to the store to buy another Sharpie pen. I will always have Sharpie pens and it only costs me like eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine is a small price to pay for peace of mind. Sharpie peace of mind. Sure. Let's say, uh, Michael, Mike Schmidt from the Phillies, uh, knocks on my apartment door. Yes. I want to get his autograph. Okay. I'm looking. Do- I'm tearing apart the house. Why All I can he, find is ball points. Why is he points. coming to your door? It sells meat. He does. And first, let's be honest. When he knocks on the door, you have to spend four and a half minutes having your dog sit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do have to do that one. Uh, that's that is an important part of someone knocking <laughs> on my door. She's poorly behaved. Getting better. She's getting a lot better. Wouldn't you say she's getting a lot better? Yes. She's a lot better than ever before because sure. I spend some time with her because I do this stuff. And you know what? All the delivery people who come to my door regularly, because I host a public radio program, get a lot of books in the mail. Um, all those delivery people, they love her. Well, they don't you, mind you, the 
right. You buy a ribeye. You buy a ribeye from Mike Schmidt and toss it to Coco for having a nice seat. Absolutely. You know who really was? uh, Maybe you take her down a peg when she's sleeping. You use your Sharpie pen to make it look like there's a dick going in her mouth. (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) I'm just saying you got to tease the dog a little bit. You got to get a haze it. Oh. You got to give it the business. You got to kind of put it in its place. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you got to let, you know. You got to embarrass it. Oh, you need to humiliate your dog. <laughs> yes, we're gonna have some issues. Do you think that the dog would understand that? I mean, it understands that people are laughing at it. Yeah, that's true. It does understand <laughs> does it that. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it can tell. But Mike, dogs, dogs know when I, you're laughing at them. That is not my world. Dogs know, Mike. They can tell. Okay. Sometimes they'll join in. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Just laughter. <laughs> that one's gonna hang there. <laughs> so you, well, go, to, you go to Costco. He goes to Costco. I go to Costco. Do you buy foodstuffs at Costco? The thing is, the foodstuffs are a lot harder. It takes a much bigger commitment to eat the foodstuffs you buy at Costco than it does to use the toilet paper. Because if you have a place to put the toilet paper, then you know, like, well, I use, you know. One roll of toilet paper a week or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And so after 26 weeks, I'll be out of toilet paper, but I'll have saved a lot of money in the meantime because I bought 26 rolls at once. Right. Um, But the question is, with food, it can go bad. Sure. So there's certain frozen foods. And a recent, for example, a recent really big vexation in my life is that the Costco portion of carrot juice went from two one-liter bottles to three one-liter bottles. So if I if I went to Costco and I bought two... <laughs> what are we talking about this? <laughs> Jordan, if I bought two one-liter bottles of carrot what? juice... Okay. I can... If I really focus on drinking carrot juice, if I make this a really important priority in my life, <laughs> sure. I can knock out two liters of carrot juice before the carrot juice goes bad. But three is just too many. I hate that. I hate it when you buy that food and you feel obligated to eat it. Uh, yeah. I, I see it as like an opportunity or a challenge often. For example, when I just went to Costco, I bought an entire box of Satsumas. You know, Satsumas. Oh, sure. Tiny seedless orange. It's a tiny seedless orange. It is easily the most delicious of the citrus fruits. Sure. Not even close in my book. I'm a huge citrus guy. I need to know if this is true or not. You I will never, get them. You've never eaten Satsumas I don't. before? I I'll send this. you I've home with honey it. bells. I've had uh, a lot of that stuff. If you're a citrus fan, yeah. you cannot be at a Satsuma. It's uh, sweet, tart, flavorful. Uh, it's tiny. It's easy to peel. Uh, it's the easiest really appeal of all. Appeal. Fun uh, to share. It's absolutely fun Tiny to share. Fun to share. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. no sense. That seems like a dichotomy. This fruit. <laughs> well, the you thing know, is, there's, is there's, you've got a you, lot of you them. You buy a flat of them, so yeah. you share it. Have, <laughs> an, have another one. Yeah, sure. You get yourself a flat. It's Satsuma season. Celebrate! <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. There's a guy at Costco with a forklift who will just forklift them out. Just your throws car. a pallet of them in your car like mm-hmm. rock salt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. What, they, what I mean. they do now is they don't even use the forklift. They've just got like a you know like a ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's yeah. And, and they just move shovel. an earth earth mover, <laughs> just an earth mover, and they just put that big scoop in there and just dump it on top of your car and whatever sticks you get to take home. Oh man, I'm man, in. I've got I. Speaking of the the buying of the food that spoils, I've got I I just went nuts with asparagus the last time I was at the store. <laughs> I have a I have a fridge full of asparagus and I'm like stressing out about when I'm gonna eat it. I feel I'm like, like I gotta I gotta I gotta work after we do this podcast. I'm like. 
shit, maybe I can go home for 10 minutes and cook some asparagus. <laughs> it's going to go bad. a little break. Am I going to have time? Like, I want to run to the bank today before I start working, but will I have a chance to eat some asparagus? The big thing, <laughs> the big thing that I feel has changed in my life since I went from like on the brink of dissolution, like the like $12,000 a year in income uh, level that I was at for many years after I graduated from college, like the sort of I can't buy anything ever to my current Except state. Except nine bucks worth of Sharpies. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you got to mark shit permanently. <laughs> um, is, is that now I feel like I can just buy some asparagus. Because, you know, you look at the asparagus and you're like, you know what, asparagus for a vegetable, that's pretty tasty. But then you're like, but it costs $3 or like $4. And it's just hard to pull the trigger when there's all these other vegetables that yeah. they can't give away because they taste terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a Brussels sprout or like, you know what I mean? Like the, and most vegetables don't taste good, you know? And so sure. asparagus being a 5 or 6 out of 10 is, is like solid gold. I feel so rich when I buy asparagus. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a rich man's vegetable, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely when I started uh, riding high on the hog, that's when I started buying asparagus regularly. You ever buy the white asparagus? I, 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 like, I like it as thin and green as possible. Which is the way it's, it's supposed to be thin. My wife, my wife yeah, told yeah. me that. If you get that uh, baseball bat of asparagus, it's sour. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in, the, in the winter, you get more of that thick asparagus. Right. That's Absolutely. what I've been finding. Oh, that's interesting. So you prefer a tenderer asparagus. Yes. But you know what's I mean, who nice? Doesn't? Who doesn't, though? You know, I'm, I'm not, you know. I'm you're pretending like I'm some asparagus connoisseur. I just <laughs> assume general taste and you're not a, you're not a connoisseur. You're just an extensive purchaser. Sure. I just assume yeah. that since you were so rich, Jordan, you would rich. know a lot about asparaguses. No, I'm rich, but I'm not sophisticated. Have you really never? You never had a satsuma. No, I have not. No. You know what? I, I thought t- it was a like a Japanese pastry or a soup of some sort. I didn't know what it <laughs> yeah. would be. Uh, it, a it, fish head soup. Speaking yeah. on the subject of soups, I have a quick question for you. Yes. Last time you were here it was roughly a year ago. Okay. Um, you were you were uh, nourishing yourself with some sort of shake, like a protein shake or oh, something yeah. like that. You had it in a Tupperware with a screw-on lid. Right. And so you were really like this Tupperware. We we had a little conversation about how nice this Tupperware is. You left it at my house. Um, and then I'm like, I don't know what to do because I'm not going to like see Mike Schmidt, you know what I mean? And it's a Tupperware. It's not worth him coming over to my house or me going over to his house. Uh, I'm just not that polite. So we've had your Tupperware for a long time, but eventually I just gave up on the idea that I would be able to return it to you. So right now it has borscht in it. Good. I made some borscht. Um, it worked out really well. I think we talked about it last week. Oh, uh, we yeah. may have talked about my borscht. That's a beet soup. That's yes. a beet soup. Yeah. It has some borscht in it, some frozen borscht. So served, I'm served cold. Usually. I'm standing before you, cold. making you an offer, sir. Yes. Which is, I will offer you some your your Tupperware back if you would also like some borscht. That is a tempting offer. Uh huh. And one I would probably take if I were going home. But oh, the borscht would thaw in my car oh, 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 as I go watch the uh, Finnish vampire movie at Sunset Fun. Oh, 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 well, looks like. So- hey, you take it in the movie with you, boo! You don't have to buy popcorn. Yeah, you can have cold. But you can you can eat borscht cold. Really? It sounds like a nice lunch. It's got like a. It's, it's like typically a how it's served, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's you know, more That's more revenge. cold. Yeah, often served cold though. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of revenge. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I I tried to return it to I'm you. I'm on the borscht fence. I've got we've got plenty of time here. Let, Let it be. It. Okay. Well, we'll 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 consider it further. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse. Go.
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, the sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go mm-hmm. this week, a little outfit I like to call, they also like to call it this, slidetoplay.com. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good. popular. It, de- it decreases confusion. Yeah, when well, you it, well, call your thing. You call the it name the same it. thing that they prefer to for it to be called. Jordan, now I uh, I don't have an iPhone, but I don't either. But I was in Spanish class. I do not have an iPod Touch either. Do you know our you know our friend Lonely Sandwich from You Look Nice Today? Yes. Uh, Adam and I were are in taking Spanish class together, as uh, regular listeners probably know. And uh, in Spanish class, he was playing with his iPhone, as he always does. He's usually drafting Twitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam's, Adam's really big on getting his Twitters tight before he sends yeah, them out. Maybe do it in a Word doc or on WordPad first. He explained to me how what slide to play, when you do a swipey thing on your iPhone, mm-hmm. then it starts up. Great. That means go mm-hmm. uh, for iPhone. Um, and so slide to play, I think it's like pressing a start button on an iPhone. That's what the name means. Yeah, that's what the name means. Yes. Because it's a great place to go if you want to learn about the hottest new iPhone games before you drop your $3 to buy them. And I was browsing around Slide to Play. Okay. Uh, you know, because I want to know what the sponsors are. Sure, you want to learn a little bit about uh, Slide to Play. Also, Night doesn't just have information about games that are out now, but right. you can watch videos of games that have yet to be released. And Jordan, if if I know anything about you... It's that you're interested enough in games to watch a video of a game that has yet to be released. Absolutely. Maybe more than playing the game itself. (laughs) (laughs) Can you explain that to me, why people really want to watch a video of a game that has yet to be released? Because that is a thing. Yeah, I mean, well, I think it's because that that it's a very... uh, it's a very small portion of the video game population that can like play every game that right. comes out. Right. But you kind of want to have an opinion about it when people are talking oh, about it. Oh, so, sure. Like, you know, I think like, you've probably run into that, right, Mike? Somebody will ask you about your opinion about an upcoming game. You don't have anything to say with them, say to them, because you haven't watched the video of it. It just happened downstairs before yeah. I came up. Absolutely. I was stopped by several Korean people on the street who yeah. had many, many questions about Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. I said, I... Oh, man, that's going to be great. <laughs> that's what I, that's all I had, unfortunately. No, I had no. nothing else, because I have not seen a video of it yet. Wait, no. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe? Oh, yeah. Guys from Mortal Kombat are fighting Batman and Superman. It's Raiden against the Flash. Yeah. Didn't they already have that game? No. With Superman and Spider-Man and stuff? They had stuff like... Oh, I you mean, thinking of, the you're Neo thinking of Geo Marvel thing. versus Capcom. Yeah. So is this just a knockoff of Marvel vs. Capcom? Uh, I mean, the very different games, Mortal Kombat and the Capcom fighting universe. Yeah, sure. Very I mean, they're different both, games. They're very both, different they're both games. the two guys going back and forth on a screen. You have, the, to memorize, you have to memorize ends. a sequence of buttons so end, that you though. can pull somebody's neck out or whatever it is. No, that's Mortal Kombat. That's, that's the, that's a... your, your ignorance belies the fact that you could really do something if you saw a video of this unreleased game. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Or you could argue about, <laughs> argue about it with someone in a bar. Anyway, people... People, people who want something to do on their iPhone slide touch mm-hmm. is th- and they want to spend three dollars, but they want to know which three dollars to spend. Right, slide to play dot com is the place to go. Informative, can, clear. Oh, it's very nice looking website. It's a nice looking, a clear website. This is a Web two point era website. Slide to play dot com. Absolutely. Anyway, slide to play dot com the sponsor uh, this week on Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. La, 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 la. Yeah.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, friend of the family. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. You're in, Mike. You're <laughs> I, in. I need a J name. Yeah, well, you know. My dad's going to make me call you Uncle Mike. All right. No, you're not related. <laughs> um, you know, Jordan, I, you you may remember from past programs, I may have brought up the topic of my favorite classmate in Spanish class, Juanita. You've mentioned her. Um, I mean, I don't mean to. I just she's just a really cool lady. Sure. She's in my Spanish class. From time to time, I might care to bring it up. Right. I might suggest that Juanita would be a sort of guiding light for young people yeah. who are directionless, don't know what decisions to make, aren't sure what to do with their lives. People at a crossroads, basically. Exactly, because here's a lady. She's got a good job. She's got children and grandchildren, although you'd never guess it. She doesn't look a day over, I'd say, 40. I, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm stunned. When I found out that she had grandchildren, she's uh, uh, she's vivacious. Sure, uh, she just went on a cruise. Oh wow! So traveled. Exactly, she's traveled. Juanita, <laughs> wait a minute. How does vivacious work into the cruise? That's what I. Mean. She's vivacious. She just went on a cruise. That just seemed like you bailed on her description and said what she did this week. <laughs> Well, no. To be successful on a cruise, you're going to want to be kind of <laughs> exactly more a little bubbly. Yeah. You're going to want to just stay in the cabin the whole time. No. No. You got to get out there. Talk you to Gopher. Shuffleboard. Uh, have some drinks. Go to the pool. Go see the comic who's there, who's no doubt very funny. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest comics are always on cruise ships. Absolutely. Anyway, Juanita, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. Thank you. It is a pleasure to have you. So what uh, what we thought we would do is have some of our listeners call in with problems that they've been having in their lives, um, and then Juanita could kind of guide and advise them a little bit. Now, what we were going to have Juanita come in here into the studio until I found out, well, last week Juanita was on the cruise. This week Juanita is getting ready for Thanksgiving because how many people are coming over to your house for Thanksgiving, Juanita? I got close to like between seventy-five and a hundred people coming. Between Whoa. seventy-five and a hundred. Juanita, is this a, it's like a family reunion situation? Yes, it is. Oh my! Did you invite everybody that was on the cruise? <laughs> no, <laughs> these are just family members. Okay. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine seventy-five? Okay, so let's let's talk for a minute, Juanita, about what kind of f- food goes on at a seventy-five five-person Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, last let's go back to last year. Last okay. year we had, for example, we had like three turkeys, three fried turkeys. So, so this is a kind of a regular thing, you having these big, huge, triple-digit Thanksgivings. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because uh, I'm, I'm into the family. I'm about the, fa- I'm about the family. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, I'm originally from Mississippi, and Hattiesburg, Mississippi. That's where I was born. And um, we would just believe in, you know, family. You know, yeah, and absolutely. One, right, and helping one another. And do you always <laughs> do you always host this thing, or is this in different family members' houses around the country? Well, normally my mother was doing, but my mother passed away back in two thousand, February two thousand, and it was always done at her house. So sure. now, uh, when she passed away, everybody kind of like scattered. So starting last year, I put together for a first family reunion Thanksgiving, and it it was it w- it was awesome. It, it went over really big. So. Now everybody wants to start and make it, 
every Thanksgiving here at my home. Okay, so you have this beautiful, you get this big, beautiful house in Baldwin Park. Yes, I do. You you said four bedrooms, right, if I'm not mistaken? Right, four bedrooms, uh, two baths, living room, dining room, den. You got, if, I'm trying to remember because we talked about this in class, was it 15 people staying at your house? Yes. Last wow. year, I had 15 people staying in my house. Wow. Yep. Okay, so last year, three turkeys. Yeah, three had, fried turkeys. We had three fried turkeys. We had a ham, a huge ham. Uh, we had uh, barbecue chicken, baked chicken. We had, um, what was we had? We had macaroni and cheese. We had potato salad, macaroni salad, jambalaya, greens, cabbage, cornbread. We had uh, rolls, different kind of diff- uh, dinner rolls. We had um, all the healthy salad. stuff. <laughs> we had candy yams. <laughs> That's great. Now you have four bedrooms yeah. and uh, three fried turkeys. You just put one turkey in every bedroom, or how does that work? <laughs> no, okay. we was, we cut it up. My brother and my nephews. Uh, we, it was all three of us. We did most of the majority of the cooking. Did you? Oh, now okay. Did you? Uh, did you fry the turkeys whole in one of those giant turkey fryers? Yeah. Well, what I did is my brother normally he has one. He normally does it. But what happened was. Uh, I went down to Tasty Q's uh, on 30th and Crenshaw, and I let I let them do it last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's because that's how it's reasonable. Leave it to the experts. Leave it to the experts. <laughs> um, uh, let me tell you, as three white guys, we definitely know what's going on at 30th and Crenshaw. We're definitely <laughs> in tune with that. <laughs> well. Juanita, let's get to some of these important questions uh, that our listeners had for you. Okay. Um, Here goes the first one. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and Juanita. It's Adam from Kansas City. Quick question for you, Juanita. Um, About two months ago, my girlfriend bought me tickets to go see Coldplay in concert. Big concert here in Kansas City coming up in a couple weeks. Okay. And expensive seats, expensive tickets. Okay. Unfortunately, I had to break things off with her. So we're no longer together, and it's been about three weeks now. And I was wondering, would I be a big douchebag if I went and asked her for the tickets, or should I just suck it up and go buy my own? I'm looking forward for your input, Juanita. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Anything that you do with somebody um, and you make plans with that person and it doesn't go through, and you, you broke up with this person or whatever, suck it up. Okay, you need to <laughs> suck it up and go ahead. You know, you don't go back. That's kind of like tacky to go back and, you know, and say, okay, I, now we're not together now. I want my tickets here or whatever, and uh, or give me back your tickets. I can give it to somebody else or whatever. That's really, really tacky. You, you go ahead, suck it up, and you go ahead and, you know, and go by yourself or buy another ticket for somebody else, you know, if you have a new, new love in your life right now. But to go back and ask her for that ticket or whatever, that's real tacky. Would it have been different? Let me ask you this, Juanita. Would it have been different if she dumped him instead of him dumping her? No, it doesn't matter. Because at that time, that's what you guys wanted to do. That, 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 that was something that you both wanted to do at that time. And if you guys decide to break up, whether it's her or him or whatever, it doesn't matter, is that let it go. You know, the people, what people do is in life, they take and they... they Make excuses because, you know, to say, okay, you hurt me or, you know, I'm going to, uh, that's just a way of just keeping, keep holding on to the baggage. You know, let it go. You know what I mean? Life is too short. You know, you, you know you, we're going to make bad decisions. We'll make bad mistakes. But you know what? It, it should be a learning experience. It should be a learning experience. Next time you want to go with somebody or whatever, you let her buy her ticket, you buy yours, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whatever, you know, until you get to know the person. But, and you never want to do anything or if you can't afford to, to lose. 
tacky. Yeah, I, yes, I agree. Yes, and, I'm saying. And also kind of what struck me was that um, he wants – so she's got the ticket. She's probably going to go, probably going to maybe take a friend, I would guess. That he wants Girls to, night out. Sure, something like that. Um, that he still wants to go to the concert and potentially be – in the same area as her listening to mushy music. Exactly. That seems a little bit mean. Like, like, come on, like, respect the breakup time and try not to, you know, shove yourself in her face. Exactly. So you're saying if it would be different, Jordan, your assertion is that it would be different if it was, like, Black Flag or something like that, <laughs> that they had conflict, something that I mean, was the opposite no, of mushy? It's, it, it's, it's, it's tacky across the board, but, I mean, it's definitely worse because it's Coldplay. Definitely. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of times people too, like you said, why would you want if you if you break up with somebody, and you know, and, and she knew and he knew that they had this concert to go to or whatever. So evidently, you know, it, it, it had to be something that, you know, that that was a mutual agreement. Yeah. You know, for them to be able to go because they knew they had these tickets or whatever. I mean, now sometimes you could part like when I went on my cruise, I went with my ex boyfriend. We still, you know, we still good friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we broke up, we didn't break up like you know, like we hated each other. Or whatever. I don't. Whenever I break with somebody, I don't break up like that. I still remain friends because you know what? You don't want to burn any bridges because you never, you never know. You never know when you need to go back across that bridge again. Yeah, and you don't, and you don't want to wind up missing Coldplay. So exactly. you don't, you don't ever treat your ex poorly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that guy, that's is on him, quite frankly, because he needs to fake it for two weeks to go to the Coldplay show, doesn't he? Before he dumps this woman. <laughs> yeah, right. What was he so, knows it's what coming. Was so pressing. <laughs> Unless you walked in and she's with Chris Martin in the sack, there's really no reason for you to do this. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Also, you're a grown man. Why are you so excited about cold? <laughs> Final thought on that. Next question. Hi, uh, I have a question for Juanita, uh, care of tour and Jesse Go. So I'm a freshman in college, and I'm taking a geology course, and it's, like, really interesting, and I really like it. And I'm thinking about majoring in geology, but... I don't know what I would do with a geology degree. So, Juanita, should I uh, follow my heart into the field of geology, or should I have a, a more reasonable major, or more practical, I guess? I don't know. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. See, now, Juanita, you already ha- I know for a fact that you have a practical attitude towards education, because if I'm not mistaken, you are in part in Spanish class in order to further your, your career at the California Department of Motor Vehicles. Well, not not quite. What it was was I was um, trying to learn Spanish because I'm trying to get a sober living home. Um, I'm going to get, go ahead and get my business administration uh, degree, um, a degree, because I want to open up a sober living home. Oh. And, and I want to do it in South Central Los Angeles. It's basically predominantly, you know, Hispanics and, you know, and, and a african-american so i didn't want to learn how to do that now it would benefit me to learn spanish as well for my job for the department of motor vehicles because uh it's extra hundred dollars on my check juanita <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this yeah you know but uh, uh at that point but no but it was much for that because i want to be able to uh reach out to just more than this you know uh, I'm, I'm a diversity diversity person i like to help everybody you know me i love everybody and there's nobody i don't love you know there's i mean there's good bad and ugly in every culture and that's what people really really need to understand is that you know there you know it's like no matter what culture you come from what upbringing you had it's good bad and ugly everybody can as long as you got breath in your body can be turned around 
And as far as the question for the question for the gentleman uh, is, Whatever pleases you, whatever makes you happy, because this is a dream that you're going to have to, uh, to, uh, to do. If you want to be in geology, you know, if you want to be, you know, you know the, the next, you know, major gigolo, whatever you do, <laughs> make sure, you know, make sure, if, if make sure that's what you want to do, not what somebody else wants to do. It's what's going to make you happy, because this is your, this is your dream. I, I messed up my dream for 25 years. I wanted to be a doctor, you know, and I messed that up, and God gave me another chance, you know, to, to do and to be something else, uh, you know, work for the Department of Motor Vehicles for, for 26 years and, you know, be able to raise my children, you know, be able to pay my bills. But that's not what my, what my first dream was. If I had to do all over again, I would have followed my dream. I would have followed what I wanted because, see, you're going to be doing that, you know, you know, five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, you know, and you're going to be doing that, you know, and you at work when you're at home. So whatever it is that you want to do, make sure that's what you want to do, not what somebody else wants to do. You know, I don't put, because I didn't make a doctor become a doctor, I don't put that to my kids, oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be a judge. No, that was my dream. So whatever your dream is, you follow that dream. God doesn't even tell us what we need to do. You know, he even gives us free range of what it is that we want to do. So why would you, so do what you want to do, follow your heart, follow your dream. I'm coming back at 51 years old to school to follow mine. So I messed up my first dream. Now I've got a second dream and second goals that I want to try to work toward. So that's what I'm doing, and I'm not going to let anybody stop me. You know what I'm impressed by? I'm impressed by, you know, we've, how many times have we heard the story, a guy who wants to pursue geology, um, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, but his parents his won't parents let him. Want they him want him to him get, to get into a... herpetology. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the study of reptiles. Okay. I got to tell this young man that if you go ahead and get your degree in geology, and you are well on your way to the first step toward opening a sober living home. That's be <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next question. Next question. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Juanita. I guess <laughs> um, this is Carol from Connecticut, and I'm calling because I need advice. So I have this adorable neighbor. Um, I call him Neighbor Dan. <laughs> and he lives a few floors above me in my building. Neighbor Dan and I went to junior high together. And we talked a little bit because we know each other from our hometown and whatever. Um, but anyway, for like the past six months, every time we bump into each other, we always just have these really awkward conversations. And they're usually about the weather. And normally I'm a really outgoing person, and for, for some reason, like, I can never think of anything funny or charming or witty or, or anything to say to him except respond to his comments about the weather. Um, so any help you can give me to help move this relationship forward, I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Sounds like Carol's got a crush on her neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. And her you know what? junior high neighbor. My thing right here is, for t- <laughs> advice to you, Carol, is this, if, if you want something, you go after it. You go get it. You know, you put mm-hmm. your foot, your best foot forward. It's not about waiting on the man to, kept, to come and tell you, you know, and make the first step. If, whenever I want to make, I have never went out there and never got what I didn't want. I mean, in other words, I never had a problem getting what I want. Any man, anybody, anything. I, if I want it, I go after it. And like you make the first approach. What's wrong with you making the first approach or whatever? You know, you know, starting off, you know, whatever, you know, letting him know that maybe you know, you know, do you want to go out? You know, you know, for a drink. Do you want to go out for dinner? You know, do you want to go for a walk or, you know, let him know that you're interested. You know, and me, if I'm into somebody, I bat my eyes. I come over there. You know, I start the conversation, and you know, I, you know, 
um, open up and maybe with a joke or, you know, say, try to say something funny or either I tell them, you know what, I like you. You know what I mean? You know what? You know, I've been looking at you for a long time. I like you. I like what I see, you know, and, you know, and, you know, I hope that you like me. And he's talking about, if he's talking about politics and weather or whatever, he's trying to let you know he's interested in a boring way. But, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> what you guys need to do is, okay, you step your game up and say, you know what, um, since you like the weather so much, hey, you know, what about going for a walk? You know, let's, let's go for a walk Saturday. If you're not doing anything, you know, instead of here, whatever, let's go for a walk over here to Starbucks or let's go walk over here to Sears, you know, whatever, you know. Or let's go upstairs and fuck. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice out. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I'm very outspoken, and I, I believe in going for what I want and going after for what I want. I'm not shy and things or whatever. And so if you like this guy, you know, let him know you like him. There's nothing wrong with it. The day, well, let, let, it's something wrong with you letting them know that you like him. Now, wait a minute, though, Juanita, because <laughs> you are you're an outgoing woman. Yes. As you said, you're not afraid to ask for what you want. No. It sounds to me like Carol, while obviously she's a charmer, mm-hmm. um, she's, uh, she's a little bit shy around this guy because she likes him. Uh, what do you think she can do to like psych herself up to, uh, to just to ask for what she wants? You know what she could do maybe is like sit in the mirror and pretend like it's somebody either practicing one of her her sisters or brothers or friends or whatever. You know, just let them know I really like this guy here, but I'm shy and you know, you know, once you pretend like you're him and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna try some lines on him, some lines <laughs> on you, and just you know maybe to break the you know that that first little scaredness that you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and sometimes you can do like role playing, you know, or whatever. Me, I don't need the role playing. You know, you know what? Hey, mm-hmm. you know what, Jesse, I like you. I like what I see. You know, hey. <laughs> hey, you know? hey I'm married, Juanita. <laughs> you know? Slow down. You know, hey, that's how I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> Looks like 101 for Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Juanita, thank you, so, uh, thank you so much for coming on Jordan. Jesse, go with us. It was a pleasure. Okay, yeah. it was a pleasure. Nice I to meet you, Juanita. It. Okay, nice to meet you too. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's like a Star Wars name. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt on couch. Jordan, do you remember this? We we put out this action item. We threw it out into the ether. We didn't know if there was going to be a response. Mm-hmm. We were looking for a good action item. This was, I'm going to say, two weeks ago, possibly three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We wanted someone to ask an old person to show them what was in their pockets. Yes, to be fair, this was not my idea. This was suggested to me. And, then it was a, and it's a good idea, I yeah. think. It is a good idea. Now, we got exactly the response we expected to this. Initially, which is no one wants to bother an old person yeah. to see what's in their pockets. And it's hard to do that without being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. Well, we would insist that people should do it in a non-jerk way. Let's be clear. Yes. Uh, Mike, you're looking at me like we're trying to tell people to be a jerk to an old person. No, not at all. I was going to say that uh, it looked like nobody was going to do this. And then you heard from Cindy McCain. <laughs> <laughs> She's a long-time listener. A long-time listener, indeed. Um, so the good news, though, guys, the great news even, is that we did get a call from a listener who did follow through on this amazing action item. Here it is. Jordan, Jesse, Don from Missoula, Montana. Um, at the bar with some friends, asked uh, our friend Charles, the old man, sitting next to us, what was in his pockets. 
What we found were, um, was a billfold, a uh, camera lens, uh, several Ricola chapstick pens, uh, a big sampling of pictures. He was wearing cargo pants, if that helps at all. Um, that's what he had in his pocket. So uh, love the show. Keep it up. One of the reasons people like to listen to this show, Mike, and just uh, just so you know, it, like, for example, people like to listen to your show because they're impressed by how many fights you've been in. Okay. Can we just hold for a second? I want to get back on track. I just noticed out the window uh, someone's garbage bag is hanging up from their uh, fire escape. It's a clear garbage bag, Spider-Man mask in there. Oh, my God. I don't know. Sorry, I thought that was worth derailing everything. That's, yeah, that, Ven- that's Venom's apartment. We- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's it. <laughs> Got to dispose of this. Yeah. He was Spider-Man for Halloween. People thought it was real funny. <laughs> one, one, um, <laughs> what did the alien symbiote think? I, they're one in the same now, Jesse. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so one uh, of the things people listen to our show for is to get a little insight into the human condition, to see inside the pockets of an old man, for example. (laughs) If people didn't listen to... It's like, I don't know if you've ever heard the uh, uh, National Public Radio feature This I Believe, uh, but on like a morning edition, they'll have someone do a brief essay about one of their core beliefs. Um, it'll it's be either a, an NPR listener or Penn Gillette. Yeah, exactly. One of the two. Wow, that sounds like one too many. If it's possible, <laughs> it could be. Now, to be fair, it could be the late Studs Terkel, sure, um, or Al Gore. Um, so we're trying to kind of give a window into the cargo pockets of an old man in this case. <laughs> you succeeded. And we've learned that old men have a camera lens in their yeah, pocket. Yeah, camera lens is great, but no camera. And there's no camera there, no. There's <laughs> photographs lens. and a lens. God, I'd love to hear what the photographs were of. That if somebody, if, if, uh, That's an old dude. You know he's trying to put that lens on his camera phone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and screw it on somehow. I can't get this. I'm old. Who wants to rip your candy? He's, <laughs> he's, got, it, he's got it attached with rubber cement. Yeah, yeah absolutely. painting on the rubber on. cement with the <laughs> with the little brush. Anyway, I I encourage people. I want to know who's in more pockets. Here, this is what I'm going to do. We had it limited to just old people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to know what's in anyone's pockets. Whose pockets are worth investigating? So it's sort of a two part action item. First of all, you have to let us know why it was important to find out what was in this person's pockets. For example. Let's just say it was uh, uh, somebody wearing a Spider-Man outfit. Sure. That's just in one example. Let's say it's Probably a... Probably no pockets. Let's say it's a say, guy... If he has pockets yeah. in his Spider-Man outfit. That's a bad outfit. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, maybe he's wearing Spidey's like... has got to be aerodynamic. You know, sometimes somebody yeah, will go to he webs his the... wallet and stuff up into a corner and comes and gets it later. <laughs> somebody will... <laughs> Somebody will like uh, wear one of those uh, belts with the with the pouches hanging off of it for a Ren fair. That's what I think. The guy who wears the Spider Man outfit, he also, he's also a has pouch. a Ren fair outfit, so he just puts on the belt from his Ren fair. So his I, I just want to. I think I should make a. I just want to make a make a point about this. And and and. I, hang the, on, because I have one thing to say to Mike about this oh, sure. about his point earlier. We're not talking about the real Spider-Man. That's a fictional character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you for We're talking about a guy dressed as Spider-Man. Thank God you Okay, that. anyway, this is go an ahead, insane Jordan. person. Yeah, go ahead. Um, now, the person who suggested this to me uh, had done this a couple of times. Uh-huh. Uh, cute lady. Okay. This woman who called. Yes. Mm, I'm guessing cute lady. Right. 
not kind of cute raspy voice. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess as to where what direction this is heading in. Yeah, I'm just most of that... our listeners are creepy nerds. No, I'm dudes. no no no. I, I, I'm not dudes. making a judgment about our listeners. Uh, but they are, or their patchy beards. Yeah, they do have patchy beards. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying that this action item is infinitely easier for a girl to accomplish. So extra kudos if you're a dude. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good. Good point. If you're yeah, if you're a dude and maybe wearing a t-shirt you bought it from the VG Cats website. Uh-huh. Which you probably are. If <laughs> what you're is VG Cats? Uh, video game uh, webcomics. Okay, drawn gotcha. in an anime style. Gotcha. Um, a, uh, I, didn't so, yeah, mean to, I, can... I didn't mean to derail no, 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 you. Now fine. you're thinking about your Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> if, uh, so, yeah, if, if uh, extra points if you're a dude who can find... Because, you know, you're an old guy. You're at a bar. You have a pocket full of pictures, and and I'm I'm guessing a younger lady comes. Hey, what's in your pockets? You great. You're more than happy to oblige. But uh, uh, it's a a true feat if you're a if you're a dumpus, mm-hmm. a dumpus dude, and you can you can pull this off. So do you think if a dude calls in, they should mention also whether or not they're a dumpus? Yes, please tell tell us on a scale of one to dumpus how dumpus are you? <laughs> but there's lots of people whose pockets I'd be interested in knowing what's inside. Let's say you met Buzz Aldrin. Oh yeah, the astronaut. Moon rocks. Yeah, he and probably gum. he could. <laughs> yeah, moon rocks. It's it probably pop. it's probably yeah. it's probably orbit scum. Yeah. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> I may, would say, or maybe space scum. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Okay, so if if you meet a, a person whose pockets we'd like to we'd like to know the contents of, uh, ask them to reveal them to you, and then uh, call them into our hotline. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Mike hates this. No, I, I just I don't like the caveat. It of, is, would it be people we would like to look in their pockets? I think you want to look in everybody's goddamn pockets. I mean, you, <laughs> there's no time. But he keeps he, he keeps adding that weird uh, you know uh, exception. No, because I, I think people. If we say that, then people are just going to say this is what's in my buddy's pockets. Well, if someone calls and they say, well, uh, here's why I thought that his pockets were worth investigating. Are you going to just go fuck that and fast forward like they weren't they didn't meet your criteria? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to delete it. We don't show. play all our calls how dump is of you yeah <laughs> but there's a we, we cast a broad net for what who we would consider to be interesting it doesn't just have to be buzz aldrin i think for example let's say you're at a parade and one of those guys comes by with a big stick and at the end of the stick it has all the different inflatable toys oh sure i'd be interested in hearing what's in that inside that guy's pockets <laughs> a gun and change <laughs> <laughs> and gum <laughs> Space gum, perhaps. Space gum. Anyway, I'm throwing it open. I think there's a lot of possibilities for different. Sure. Your landlord. I mean, be interested to find out what's in your landlord's pockets, right? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, from time to time on the program, we ask people to uh, call in and share with us uh, momentous occasions uh, that are happening in their lives. Um, this is anything truly I- important that we haven't heard about before on Jordan Jesse Go from uh, babysitting some children who lock you on the porch, uh, which which was one to um, uh, the fir- with one all time great the first time a guy ever went to a, a cross dressing bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, whatever it is that's going on in your life that's really important, uh, small or big is a momentous occasion. We've got uh, two neat momentous occasions this week. Hey, Jordan, Jesse Go. This is Brady from Durham, North Carolina. I'm calling this a momentous occasion. I 
just a couple hours ago hit my first hole in one playing golf, which is kind of cool. And uh, my wife, who was not there uh, when I got back home, made me a Rice Krispie treat, signifying a hole in one, which is is more uh, impressive, visualized than uh, described. That's a powerful symbolism. Yeah. That's some Joseph Campbell-level shit. The Rice Krispies have tiny holes in them. Mm-hmm. Each wow. Rice Krispie is full of holes. So in this That's case... Why you get the snap, crackle, pop. I guess there's many holes in one Rice Krispie, then. A right, one Rice Krispie treat? Yeah, win one Rice Krispie. Yeah, holes. It, it's fine. It's just it holds holes. Up. It it's holds just up. holes. It holds, it just up. Hold, it it holds, holds up. up. It holds up. It holds up. It's chewy, too. Yeah. And it's really good. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever had one of these treats. This is a good treat. Sure. I hate them. <laughs> really? You know what? I hate to be that guy who rains on this parade. I cannot stand a Rice Krispie treat. Now, really? is this just the prepackaged ones? I don't like any. I don't like marshmallow. Oh, okay. Well, that, I, that'll I like it. Lucky Charms marshmallows. Okay. But I don't like marshmallows or marshmallow. What is a Lucky Charms marshmallow? That's not... It's just uh, something no, that... Carb- sugar clump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. it's a, it's a, they, they mold it in the form of a shamrock. Why is it called a marshmallow? Because you they, can't call it a sugar Because they don't want to call clump. it a sugar clump. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> they tried that with Super Sugar Crisp and had to fucking change it. Okay, yeah. sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, one more momentous occasion. Hey, Jordan Dissigo. Um, This is Abraham from Connecticut. And... Uh, I was just calling to let you know about a momentous occasion. Um, I just watched this black dude get elected president of the USA. Yes. Momentous occasion. Get his license plate number. <laughs> Did he so get a Rice Krispie treat afterwards? Or? Uh, hey, Mike, I, I, I don't mean to keep like just backtracking back so I can explain stuff to you, but... <laughs> Not all momentous occasions have to have a Rice Krispie treat in them. Oh, okay. I it's thought suggested. Most do. We suggest sure. it. Well, I, I thought it would be appropriate because uh, his election filled the hole in the heart of our nation. That's a good point. That is a really good point. So again, it's it's you need a powerful hole type. Uh, I thought I thought that was the way to go. Symbol. Yeah, sure. Did you know that my my beloved wife Teresa? I mean, you, Mike, you would never know this in a million years. Jordan, did you know that my beloved wife, Teresa, uh, is afraid of holes? Why would I know that? Uh, because it's, it comes up. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, like it's noteworthy. Like holes in the ground? I don't, I don't understand. Like, how specific does that get? Or how, I okay, how so Teresa, let me, let me paint a picture here. Teresa, not crazy at all. Nothing weird about Teresa to speak of. She's not an eccentric. Sure. In any way, except that, Anything with a lot of holes, like for example, let's say like um, uh, like like those ceiling panels, uh, those like uh, white ceiling panels like with the holes in them. Stuff, yeah. She hates those. Um, anything, but she really hates. She particularly hates regular holes. So like um, if it was like a, a, a like a car. Oh, you know what she hates? Uh, broguing on shoes. She doesn't like broguing on shoes. She doesn't like perforated shoes. Hmm. Uh, it gives you the creeps. It like creeps her out. For some reason, holes creep her out. It, that's what I'm saying. Is it is it an aesthetic thing? Because I hate it, dry ground. Really? <laughs> yeah, like like drought, desert, drought, cracked earth. Because it's it, too stiff, or it, it, just the very appearance of it makes me want. It gives me the creeps. Like it gives me like a crawly skin, like goosebumps. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like for uh-huh. Teresa. She hates it. She just it creeps her out. It just like it gets her, makes her upset. In the movie Evil Dead, do you remember the movie Evil Dead? Yes. Uh, Ash gets stabbed with a pencil. I think it's Ash or somebody. And the effect that they use because it was a poor effect, 
uh, is a it cracks like the cracked earth like lead goes up his calf and it makes this weird and I couldn't I remember freaking out like at the movie theater watching it and just going oh my god it just it weirded me out so much that's exactly what it's like I I've no I it's amazing to me and I want to say like I want to be absolutely clear here I am I think <laughs> it's hold on be absolutely clear if you would I, <laughs> I, I, I I think no more of your riddles. <laughs> Mr. Sphinx. Get your puzzles on the fucking shelf, pal. We want to know what you're talking about. I think that this, (laughs) while bizarre, is utterly spectacular. I think it's amazing. I mean, it's inconvenient in some cases. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be a pain in the ass. It's not that bad, really. I mean, it's such a marginal thing that whenever whenever it comes up, I mean, I feel bad for Teresa because it upsets her. I mean, it sincerely upsets her when it comes up. And you can never eat bagels. But to me, every time it happens, it's amazing. A hole is okay. Something with one hole is fine. It's, oh, okay. It's like a hole pattern sure, I, I get it. Yeah. situation. But just uh, 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 it's just so remarkable to me whenever it comes up that, I mean, I can't outwardly be too delighted because it'll piss Teresa off because she's actually upset about it. <laughs> but it's amazing to me, and I'm absolutely for it. I don't think it's crazy. I just think it's great. You know what I mean? Well, That's I'm good. glad you, uh, you, take, you take delight in her suffering. <laughs> I do. I mean, anything that goes wrong with Teresa, I am right there You're on board with. It. it is just amazing. And I mean, it's bad for her, but it's great for me. Um, I guess is just to summarize. If you don't mind me, do you, Mike, do you mind if I summarize? Please do, and be clear about it. Uh, anything, yeah. anything bad that happens to my wife is great for me. All right. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I actually hear her packing. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, not going to be here next week. <laughs> no, he's just he's just a visitor. Yeah. He's a visitor in my home, Jordan. Do you mind if I explain what's going on? To, with... <laughs> well, only if it's clear. <laughs> this is the most polite show in the history of shows. Good Christ. Is that a slide-to-play thing? Like I they defer you to, be to you, good yeah, sir. That's the, it's a sponsorship thing. Was it yeah. the sp- we, one time, what happened is, one time uh, uh, I put, I, we were having dinner with some sponsors. I put my elbows on the table. What? Exodus. We lost six sponsors when I put my elbows on the table once. Good Lord. One time. They we ex- lost Mountain Dew. We lost Slim Jim. Uh, we lost Clorox. Clorox. Hostess. Hostess. Hostess, we did lose Hostess and Little Debbie. We had them both on board. Th- and they both, both the same dinner? They both left. Yeah. We, the last one, Sega Genesis. They're actually, you'd think... <laughs> That's how old, so old this was. <laughs> they're out. Yeah. This is a long meeting from a long time ago. Although, mm-hmm. to be fair, it was... This was like in the Dreamcast era. This, it was... It was, it was sure. I was surprised that they were still doing well, post, advertising post, for the Genesis. Post-Saturn, post pre-Dreamcast. Yeah, I mean, and it was weird to me, but I thought they would focus on, I don't know, Crazy Taxi or something. But, yeah. you know, they wanted to talk about Echo the Dolphin, mostly. <laughs> mostly <laughs> Jordan, Echo the got, Dolphin. Jordan, you got stroke with video, the video game world, right? Aren't yeah. you that guy? Yeah. yeah, sure. Can you call Koei and get him to make Genghis Khan for the Xbox? <laughs> Uh, I can I can I can put in a call, but they're probably only interested in making uh, eight sequels to Dynasty yeah, Warriors another one per sure. year <laughs> against Marvel Universe, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dynasty Warriors. They're I've, doing they're doing like a, a, a Gundam Dynasty Dynasty Warriors really? now, like themed Dynasty Warriors. Oh. If I could interject, me right now is like Jordan when we were talking about Steve Bedrock Bedrosian. <laughs> 
I just I, this there was a would video game. Ta- you, if I could be clear, hold on yeah. one second. <laughs> yeah. Would you? How would you feel about a romance of the three kingdoms? I would. If that is that seems like a more reasonable goal. I know they have it, and they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's just the Genghis Khan for the Nintendo man. I I was just I would be obsessed, staying up for days yeah. playing it, like that kind of game, it, trying to unify the world and having the huge war. It's in. Trust me, it is it is really. Gripping. It sounds like the Dan Quisenberry of video games. I think, I think it just might be. As a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm lost again. Uh, okay, so action items this week. The holiday contest is on. Nobody has submitted a completed holiday, but I have heard about some uh, a holiday project. Mm. But I have heard about some good stuff. Uh, number one, you, you know King Grebo. Sure. You know King Grebo. Sure. King Grebo is working on name. he's working on a costume for his baby. Now he he posted a picture of a Napoleon costume that he completed for his baby. Truly <laughs> spectacular. From the epaulettes to the booties. Really? Um, this was a really fantastic... And he's working on an elf costume. Because this has to be in the holiday spirit. Basically, our holiday contest is people have to make stuff in the holiday spirit. And then I am going to pay these people to make things. I've got a $100 pot that I will divide as I see fit for whoever has the best stuff. Do they have to make it for babies? Uh, yeah, you have to make it from babies. I mean, you can, it, in your case, you could bite the baby, chew it up, spit it back out, and oh, then yeah. mold it into mold something. Yes, I'm in. Um, uh, so we had the no, the elf costume coming up. Someone else posted these animations he makes for holiday cards by drawing on a piece of paper and taking a thousand pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showed a, a Halloween one, which is not one of the holidays. It is not of the holidays. It is the symbol that the holidays are beginning. But it is not one of the holidays. It's the gateway to the true holidays. Exactly. And so it has to it's be something... It's the last non-holiday before the real holidays. I see. Precisely. Um, so it, it showed a lot of promise, but I'm looking for something with a Christmas theme, a Hanukkah theme, a generic war on Christmas holiday theme. Um, whatever it is. That's still a thing? War on Christmas? Is that I, over? I think it's coming back. Okay. I hope it comes back. Me it was too. amazing. It was delightful. You don't think Obama shuffles that right out the door? He loves Christmas, doesn't he? Mm. Muslims like Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only they call it Explosion Day. <laughs> That's pretty much every day in yeah, Muslim right. holidays. <laughs> am I right or am I right? That's right. It's, <laughs> like, it's like the kind of the old English 12 days of Christmas. It's oh, a 12 okay. days of explosions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, those Muslims. Anyway, yeah. um, on the subject of action items, we also are asking people to go through their pockets. I think we'll have... Do you think we'll have Juanita back on the show? I think we had a good time. Yeah, sure. Definitely, people, Juanita I mean, people will come want, back. People want more advice. Yeah, so if you need more advice from Juanita... Uh, I might have her on my show. She's welcome. She's yeah, welcome awesome. to invite her. She's I'll a give, free agent. We, I'll give you her number. under contract. <laughs> Lock her up. She's fantastic. And uh, so so that's our action items for this week. Of course, that holiday contest. I want to see something great. I'd love to have a holiday contest entry that we can play on the show. Something audio? There's something in audio format. That would be nice. But, of course, there's the thread on the forum for people to post their holiday uh, mm-hmm. contest things. And also, I insist, I'm going to take this opportunity as the host of this program to insist that people investigate Mike Schmidt's podcast. Sure. He's online no, at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Sure, MikeSchmidt.com, you might learn a lot about the Philly Slugger. <laughs> but that's not what we're looking for here. We could go, we'll go download the Dickie Thon podcast if we're looking for, yeah. you know what I mean? Some information on Randy Lurch. Exactly, <laughs> precisely. But uh, uh, if, you're looking for, if you're looking for a delightful 
monologue podcast. Sure. This is what Mike does. I'm just going to summarize. Do you mind if I summarize it real quick? I, I, I'll please do, do it clearly. I'll do I, it clearly. I may leap in and correct you. Okay. So Mike talks into a microphone for a solid hour. He'll tell a, a story of a terrible mistake he made in his youth, uh, <laughs> something that he doesn't understand in the contemporary world. And uh, off microphone, his uh, producer will laugh like a banshee. Yeah. When banshees scream, what laughs? Hyena. Like a he- hyena. Will laugh like a hyena. It is an amazing journey into the mind of a man who has made a lot of poor decisions in his life. And continues to do so. And continues, starting today. Continues <laughs> to do so, but... But also has a has a really for someone this is what's amazing about it for someone who's made so many mistakes and continues to make mistakes has a lot of per, good perspective on it. Well, I, I'm not uh, a rockhead. I mean, I, I think no, I mean, you're a bright guy. That's the thing. The people, I, I get, you know, it's so funny. There are people who think I'm this meathead who just does all these uh, you know horrible or terrible things. I, I had a show. I told a story. I told on the show uh, where I wound up throwing a handful of food into a little girl's face. Sure. <laughs> Um, it was like sauteed <laughs> onions and peppers, and yeah. uh, and I <laughs> just a fajita plate. I so just, it's I soft. Just, like, it's soft. I, I but it was piping hot, probably. Blasted her with it, and uh, <laughs> it was warm. It wasn't piping hot. And and laughed, telling the story, laughing because. But and and I received email from people who said, "That's it. I'm. I can no longer listen to your show after <laughs> hearing you. The delight you took in that." And I'm like, "Look, this happened when I was." 18 years old, 17, 18, so we're talking 23 years ago, and it's funny. It's just, fu- it's fucking stupid, and it was wrong, and I, I absolutely agree with that. And uh, now, 23 years later, that woman is your producer. Exactly. Absolutely. And she, she was laughing. <laughs> I had a story where I threw a cat at my little brother, and, 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 and <laughs> people were just so angry, and I just said, look, have you never been angry, so angry, that you've, I, I fired off an email. Animal. Yeah, it just, it was handy, and it was the argument, and it happened. One and, time, and, one time my dad stabbed his brother in the head with a pencil. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, that's, just fun stuff. Well, they, but I don't mind talking about them. I, I think, I always think when I, I have a friend, that, and I discuss this with him, I always think everybody's done this sort of thing, and everybody's done the things that I've done, or experienced the same thing, and I just talk about it. But then I hear from people who are genuinely, genuinely stunned. Yeah, it's stuff that I've, I've done never. I... I've never been in a fight. I have been fighted, you might say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have received fight a couple of times. Yeah, that's not fun when that happens. Mm-hmm. I, and I've, I've never. If I, you know what, if I'm going to get down with somebody, it happens. You know, it's, it's a mutual exchange. I've, I've, yeah, I've never. That is a point that was made. There's a lot of discussion on the forum. You probably read the thread on the forum mm-hmm. about Mike's podcast. It's a very lively discussion, pages long. Uh, and, and sometimes people will be like, I don't know what is going on with this guy. And then, but you have a legion of fans on our forum, uh, who, and that is the point that they will make. Never are you, uh, just trying to fight someone who doesn't want to f- get in a fight, uh, who isn't party to the, uh, no. situation. You're not just going around punching people like that guy who punched me in the face while I was walking down the street one yeah, time. That's grim. You know, I, I do, these are, it's just... I don't think I'm, to me again, I don't think I'm doing anything differently than other people have done. Other, everyone has, my friend, my friend put it very well. My friend Dave, uh, that I talk to all the time in Chicago said, you know what, dude? He goes, everybody has a story, a story that they can always break out and tell at a party and makes everybody go, wow. He goes, you have a bunch of those. <laughs> <laughs> your, your whole life is that. And, and, and you're, and you're not afraid to talk about it, I guess. And, and 
you know, everybody has like you got punched in the face in the street. Like yeah. I mean, that, that's an to me that's an amazing story. Why yeah. wouldn't you tell that story? It's it's so ludicrous and so weird and, and impacted you to the point where you still remember it vividly today. Sure. So I don't see anything wrong with telling those stories and talking about those experiences. Mike Schmidt's podcast is the forty year old boy. He's also MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Uh, and, and Mike, I have a I have a question. Okay. And I was reading the form about your podcast uh, this before I knew you were you were coming uh, back on uh, uh, and. You know, I, I encounter this sometimes when I'm looking at a new podcast that's been going on for a while. Do you have a suggestion for a starter episode for someone who's never listened? When I did my first, because I used to be on Never Not Funny, uh-huh. yeah, and that was very much like this, very cool, where three people could carry the water, and you're going back and forth, and you're in a room with two other very funny people, mm. and. Uh, it was daunting to do what I what I decided to do. Or it's more it's like this in the sense that there's two very funny people, one earnest person who occasionally says something funny. <laughs> That's usually me, the guest. Oh, okay. I, I, I very earnestly uh, <laughs> stop by, but I. I uh, it was weird. I mean, it was very strange. I. I it's easier to do with multiple people, and sure. and it's more fun. I, I won't lie to you. It's just uh, uh, I don't have people who want to do the show with me. I, I, it, <laughs> it turned out where I took a year off. Where well, Juanita I, I, will probably do it. Who? Don't you think Juanita do it? Oh man, I don't know if I can afford the phone bill. She's not going to come visit me. Maybe, I know, you know that's what? true. I go to I go to her house on Thanksgiving. I cut a hundred different episodes with one person <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we could just waltz up to that Thanksgiving. No one would know. <laughs> you wouldn't uh, understand. They might. Uh, there might they be might. something that gives it away. Yeah. In my imagination, all of Juanita's relatives are also named Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> Do they all know Spanish? Too? Like maybe it's their last name. Maybe it's their first name. I don't know. I just you know they it's like all... that episode of The Simpsons where um, he he peeks over the fence to see the Flanders family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> And you also, uh, Mike, you're also right for ComedyFilmNerds.com. I do. I haven't I haven't put anything up recently, but they've been very nice to me. So go there. Graham Elwood's very funny. Jackie Cation, Laura House, very funny writers write stuff. Do you have site. any? Do you have any? Do you have any stand up dates coming up that you can plug? You know what? I'm doing. Uh, when does this air? This is airing on Tuesday. Okay, you go uh, Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I you, last night you would have seen me somewhere, but uh, okay, good. <laughs> I, I'm doing basically a lot of the open mic stuff in Los Angeles. Okay, uh, um, so we'll see you around. I, yeah, I might be doing something at the UCB December 9th. Well, I don't know if that's official yet. Uh, and also, I, I December check, 9th. Yeah, December 9th is official. Is it? They're going to put it between 8th and 10th. It's locked in. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. that's good news. I'm glad they're doing that. And yeah. uh, I, I do. Um, there was a lot of confusion. <laughs> my producer Lily has MondayNightTees.com. And she puts on a Monday Night Tease burlesque show, and I'm actually hosting that again in December, I believe. December. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, so go to MondayNightTease.com, or you can, at my website, you'll always find information about it. Uh, I'm hosting that this Monday, but then I'll also be hosting it, I think, twice in December. So. There you go, the one and only Mike Schmidt. Am I right, Jordan, or am I right? Yes. Uh, if you have if you have thoughts on the action items, 206-984-4FUN. Our theme music, of course, Love You by The Free Design. Um, it is uh, from the best of the free design, which is called Kites Are Fun on Light in the Attic Records, courtesy of the free design and Light in the Attic Records. They were both kind enough to let us use that music for free, so buy their CD because it's great. Um, you know, that was in an episode of Weeds. Did we talk about that? I uh, do I, not think I, so. Okay, just a general announcement. Stop emailing me to tell me that it was in an episode <laughs> of Weeds. Um, that's Yes, it was. I... I've, Dozens of people have told me that at this point. I appreciate the heads up. I'm glad you associate it with Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, I'm sure Weeds does not. I'm sure the folks who are <laughs> yeah, running are ref- running Weeds. Not a caddy reference. They're not just like uh, they're, they're not just like ah. You know what we need that Jordan Jesse Go song. You know the song from the show with thousands of listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Bye bye.